In the previous episode, we met Boot Curtis himself, the brother of Alaska. And meeting him was surreal. Like it happened too quickly. Like there was some between stage that never happened. I was hearing the name Boo Curtis. And then I was next to him in the walking, talking world. When you meet someone important for the first time, it becomes concrete too quickly. And then you just don't feel like anything's happened. Maybe a person's most interesting when they're only an idea. Ten, blonde from a dye job with strong black roots on the top of his head. He wears a mask all the time, and he's always got a set of ski goggles covering his eyes. I haven't asked about those goggles. I've heard he doesn't like to be looked at. He always reads a short or tall. When he's hunched over smoking a joint with his mask pulled down on his chin, he seems tiny. But when he stands, his body seems so long. I mean, long. Limbs look like crooked branches. Boo said he's abandoning this case, which has been like a child to him for such a time now. But unlike a child, the case doesn't mind being abandoned. And I don't mind it either. Boo's been a slow burn problem for me. And if I could solve this case without him, God, can you imagine? I'd love that. But the situation's tricky. Boo's been burning evidence. I need to either get Boo back on the case, or I need him to calm down and let me take over this case for him. And I don't think Boo's gonna trust me with the reins anytime soon. Last we left off, Boo was just screwing with Bobby's memories. Let's go there. Now. What did you make me do? Hey, I didn't do anything. That was all you. I was following your cues. What's happening? I was reading you, Detective Denver. I didn't do this. I was just figuring out what was fucking with you. Guys, I'm fine. See? Smiley face. I'm not going to be helpful for this. Uh, sorry, Bobby. I, I'm, I'm going to go. Boo, when you make a mess, you got to clean it up. Joe, stop! This is gonna take a lot of work. Two years ago, Alaska Curtis was murdered in the woods of Stumptown, 20 minutes north of Roslyn Estates. This is Long Island, the land of manicured lawns and alcoholic iced tea. To find Alaska's killer, I'm investigating the grown-up children of some of the wealthiest families in the United States. Our six suspects are Joe Magaro, Emma Wooten, Logan Goldberg, Bobby York, Boo Curtis, and the disappeared Glory Johnson. And then there's me. My name is Detective Finn Denver. I'm a private investigator looking for the killer. again in a blizzard we're looking for boo curtis again after ruining bobby's memories boo saw how much damage he did panicked and exited stage blizzard very cool of you boo that was a great solution before we get to the boo rescue mission let's begin from the middle at the middle beginning let's talk about bobby let's talk about a man with memories as mixed up as his mama's fresh chicken soup Mmm. Now I'm thinking about soup. 
All right, Bobby, I'm back. Did Boo do something to me? Did Boo do something to you? <laughs> you guys were talking like Boo had, and I manipulated me or something. Ben, do you want an update? Hold on. That's just my walkie-talkie. I'm gonna have to talk to you later, Joe. Sure, talk later. Bobby, you remembered a lot of things today. For sure. You said some things that sounded concerning and didn't sound, you know, real. Can you, can you be more specific? Uh, uh, no, that's, that's not what I'm saying. Bobby, it's possible Boo affected your memories. How? It's fine. Just, I think he might have manipulated you into thinking some things happened that didn't happen. But, but, but who wouldn't do that to me? We're, we're friends. We're, we're, we're practically best friends. Him, me, and Glory. Glory. Ah, shit. Sorry. I forgot she was here. Glory. I'm just gonna sit down. Yeah, sure. So, Boo, uh, did, did Boo... How did Boo affect my memories? Like, I, I saw my hand slip. I, I saw my hand slip off my wrist, Finn. You remember it that way, but that doesn't mean it happened. <laughs> it's okay, Finn. It's, it's, it's okay. I, I, I can fix this. I, I, I can fix it. I, I, where did I put it? What are you looking for? Oh, oh, oh. Silly me. <laughs> I'm wearing it. Bobby grabs onto a necklace swinging at his neck. It's a chain necklace with a purplish stone in the shape of a crescent moon. And Bobby holds it up. With this, I can fix it. Finn, can you keep a secret? Sure. Definitely, I, I guess. So, uh, I don't know how to uh, explain this one perfectly, so I, I'm gonna make up, gonna make up words to kind of get the feel of it right. No matter what the frickle frack, I, I, I can put back together all the pieces. Like, the, 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 the pieces of my mind. Like, years ago, I learned about the power of self-hypnosis, and with that, you can do anything. It's, it's like a superpower. Like, you can be whoever you want, you can think and you can feel however you want. I heard you can even get smarter, but I, I never really wanted that. <laughs> You look like you're thinking. A bit. Good. Good. This is a this is an important thing. It's good to think about very carefully. All I need to do is hypnotize myself, and I, I, I can undo what Boo did. I can I, I can get rid of the fake memories. Hello, later recorded narrator Denver here. Let me tell you exactly what I'm thinking in this moment. Finn. A few months ago. I wasn't a superstitious person, but these days, I believe in people who aren't people. And I believe in human bodies without souls. I'm resurging a bit into my pre-university Catholic beliefs. Not to say I'm becoming Catholic again. I don't have a belief system. Maybe that's the problem. I've got to be open to ghosts. I know that. But how about this new age stuff? Crystals? Healing energy? I don't think I believe in it. The new age stuff definitely feels like it's made up by people who have opinions and hey, hey, Finn? politics. Finn? What Finn? would James Bond hey, do Finn? in this situation? Finn? Hey, hey, Finn? Oh shit, Bobby's talking hey, Finn? to me. Finn? Yes, sorry. I was spacing out. <laughs> Your eyes were freaking glazed. <laughs> Crazy. Do you want to watch me hypnotize myself? I'd be happy to observe. Sweet. So, first I take off my necklace. Now this beautiful thing here is a moonstone. It's cut like a moon, which is cute. So it's charged right now, and like here's what you do. If you... If you leave it in the moonlight, and this is what most people do, but if you leave it in moonlight, you can get more of a uh, gentle charge than it, you'd get with sunlight. 
And the moonlight also, it, it cleanses the crystal, so it's, it's, it's a two-for-one. And what do you do with the crystal? Oh, uh, well, well, I hold it up, and I start swinging it like a pendulum. And now... Oh... It's not working. Should I... Should I leave? Will that help? No, no, no. I... I just think I'm too tense. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I can't calm down right now. Oh, ho- hold on. Uh, ho- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, oh, no, normally this works. Uh, gotcha. Would you mind doing something to help me out? I... I wouldn't mind. Great. Uh, we need some some noise that I can just space out to. Okay. So try making repetitive noises. Okay. Uh. Uh. Um. All right. All right. All right. Um. This isn't working. Do you want to just talk about it instead? No, 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 no. Uh, let's try a, a different sound. Uh, let's try... Uh, ooh, 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 try reading a book. Not this one, not this one. Oh, 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 this is, this is actually one of my favorites. Finn, try this. Like, this book is... It is, it is so relaxing. Uh, okay. You want me to read this? Like, right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, people people say I have a voice for narration. Well, well, there you go. No chapters, no introduction. Okay, first page, here we go. Books are interesting because you don't know what you'll find in them. Movies are for boring people. You don't have any time to wonder. You don't have any time to not know. It's all entertainment. And just says C-U-R-S-E down the page. This book is not a book. This is a curse. It is the worst curse imaginable. The curse of knowledge and excessive wisdom. Most pain begets joy through transformation. And most fear begets the serenity of void. True happiness, but this knowledge cannot beget joy because this knowledge is not a trauma. Turn the page. Or if you're cowardly enough to listen to a narration, then press pause. And then decide to press play in order to form a mutual contract with these words do it now you decide to continue it approaches the new page there are people who are not human when I contemplate them the word outsiders feels about right I met a man lived in the sewage system, knee-deep in shit. He had half an eye left, and the cannons of his skin chased trash bags wrinkles across his chubby face. He was the oldest 40-year-old man I've ever known. Outsiders. That man called them outsiders. It felt right to him. He never knew I called them outsiders, and I was using that word long before I'd met him. I, too, never learned the word. I just knew it. Outsiders. Outsiders. A word in English. What are they called in France? In South Africa and Taiwan? But the phonetics don't matter. 
outsiders are the only concept to ever predate human perception. The only word to ever predate language. The outsider begins in purgatory and enters our world by wringing out the soul of an infant, mincing it, pleading it, devouring it, and finally replacing it. The outsider convinces itself that it is a human being, but it will always know that its own body is a stolen thing. The outsider owns nothing, belongs to nobody, and befits nowhere. It does not know that it is an outsider. Another world lingers shadow-like in its memory, impressing everlasting alienation from everyone, everything, and most of all, themselves to fake humanity. The outsider can appear in two places. One, in the body of a human being, or two, it can appear to be the human hand. Have you ever seen your hand twitch without you? Have you ever dreamed that a stranger's hand was in your bed, only to wake up slapping your own wrist? Or maybe in a drunken stupor, you looked down at your own palm and found it strange. Maybe your hand is yours. Or maybe you have the hand of an outsider. I wish I could tell you to remain calm, but that would be cruel of me. Find the sharpest knife you own, then. What the fuck? Hey, what the fuck is this? Bobby. Bobby. Hello. Bobby. Holy shit, it worked. He's in a trance. What? What do I? Bobby. Anyway, uh, what were you talking about, Finn? Bobby, you seem better. I'm I'm feeling better. No, all the time. Yes, sir. So the hypnosis worked. I I didn't. You can't tell me that I hypnotized myself. N- no, 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 no. Do not tell me. No, just just shut up. Okay. Then we'll never discuss this again. Good. So that's the story with Bobby. Now let's hop back to the beginning beginning. This happened before Bobby hypnotized himself. But after Boo messed with Bobby's memories and after Boo ran out into the snow. That probably doesn't make sense. This was unnecessarily complicated. It's fine. Don't worry about it. The point is, Boo ran out after he messed with Bobby's memories. What happened? Is there something being put down on the ground I'm not picking up? You talk funny, but maybe. I was really high-level gaslighting. Boone planted false memories into Bobby's head. And I think he did it on purpose. It's almost definitely on purpose. Uh, Like, with psychic powers? Wow. No, what? No. I was saying he gaslit Bobby. He asked the right questions and made Bobby change his memories. But I think he didn't expect Bobby to respond like this. Bobby probably has a unique relationship to his memories. All it took was the right questions? Keep leaning against the wall. Or keep your hand out. I'm worried you're gonna fall. I'm fine. So you're saying all Boo had to do was ask the right questions? That's right. We really gotta find him. Oh, yeah. Boo said I'm the only dangerous thing in this storm, and you know what? I am. I really am. He ought to be afraid of me when he's doing shit like those things you said and stuff. It's funny to hear Joe talk like that. Like she's quoting a tough guy for some tough guy flick for tough guys. I wonder how much she means it. Whoa! 
Oh my god! Is that him? Lou? Lou! Wake up! Uh, I'm, I'm awake. We find Boo half asleep slumped against his car. His face is covered as always, but the russet hands hanging out of his coat have turned pale. Almost gray. Joe slips her heating pad into his coat, and despite his whining... I'm fine. I'm... Uh, I'm fine. I, I can't run. I've got him. Joe picks him up in a firewoman carry. Let's just head to my place. It might be better for Boo if we go back to the bookstore. Don't worry about it. Let's go to my place. It's nearby. Okay. I'm home. I have people with me. Jesus Christ, Josephine. Where have you been? I was sitting here calling you over and over, and you didn't answer. There's no reception. What am I supposed to do? Daddy, I have a guy on my shoulder, and you're trying to tough love me right now. Answer your phone, Josephine. Answer when I call you. She puts Boo down on the radiator like a pair of wet socks. Are you done with your little temper tantrum? <clears throat> Not yet! Boo tries to make a run for it and Joe grabs him by the collar. You're practically hey. frozen! You're an icicle! I need to go! Why are you hey. going to leave? Uh, run for the door! Okay... <laughs> Me. Their legs cave under them and they wrestle on the floor. Don't knock over the table. Stop. Until Stop. Joe drags Boo across the house, all the way into an empty bedroom. Uh. Oh, what are you doing? Let me out! Boo, what is wrong with you? I can't keep him locked in there. Do you want to die? Wait, why does it lock like this? Your door's locked oh, from the no, outside. No, 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 you're suicidal, I'm gonna fucking kill you. My cousin was suicidal. Joe, I am not do prepared not to do this that. with you. do not say that. What's wrong with Boo? You know him better than me. Like he's always giving... I need therapy and energy, but this isn't that. He's different right now. Say more, say more. So and he showed up at a party that I was at, even though I didn't invite him to come, which was really stalkerish, honestly, and it's not please. like we're no, friends! No, say more about different! To leave here right now. Just please open no, he's different because he's planning something! How do you know? I know! I can read people, he's planning something! Don't ask me what that means, that's all I'm getting! Let me, let me talk to him, I think I can get him to calm down! Please do! God! Ahead. Down this door, I swear Actually, I'm gonna check God. on my baby sister. She hates Please it when we open yell. Open the fucking door. Boo! Why are we running into a blizzard? I. What's going on? There's something I have to do, man. Please. The clock is ticking on my plans, so please just unlock the door. So I don't understand why this wasn't mentioned. Because you could have said that you had plans, and Joe wouldn't lock you in this room You're like holding this. me illegally, by the way. What are your plans? My plans... are in Stumptown. At the lake. So, these are plans you don't want to talk about. Alright, well... You drive a hard bargain, but I guess since you got me locked in a room, I'll, I'll tell you who. So, a couple months ago, I found Glory, and I brought her home. Hmm. And it was so funny because I was arrested after that. Yeah? Which was a, a very funny time in my life. Nobody asks me about it, interestingly enough, because Boo Curtis in jail is A, unimaginable, and B, Absurd. And it's that easy. Boo is suddenly so talkative. I wonder if he's had anyone to talk to about any of this. My co-workers, for example, still ask me where I went, even though they were already briefed about it. What do you say when they ask you where you went? I say don't worry about it. This is all relevant, by the way. I'm following. So my cell was C-27. Is it strange to hear me say that? I don't... I don't know. C-27 was my cell in the correctional facility. My cellmates weren't a fan of my particular way of speaking and holding myself, which I respected, so I kept to myself. But there was a crack in the wall. 
And on the other side of that crack, there was an old guy. His name was Rodney. I guess he was my friend. He was the only one who believed me about glory. When he was younger, he was a spiritual advisor, which is a lot like a psychic. And one night he told me his secret. If you perform a certain set of actions in a specific order, you can go back in time. It's a ritual, it's witchcraft. I didn't have anything to write with, so I visualized the instructions in order to write them down on my brain. The next day, Rodney stopped speaking. Then they came to collect his body, which is to say Rodney died. I used to play around with witchcraft when I was younger, but I've never heard of magic that can kill you like that. This is the real deal. I'm going to meet Alaska and Glory again. And Detective, if you get in my way, I'll fucking kill you. I expect you to let me out. Joe! Joe! Joe, you can come back now. Unlock the door, Detective. What? What's happening? What's wrong? I think it's time to call the police. Let me out! The police won't come. It's a blizzard. Why? Why? We at least need to warn them. Who could hurt somebody? Or much worse. The police aren't coming. I, I, I need to see them again. Then we Let need to open out. the door. Yes! We can't hold him here. This is a kidnapping. If he goes out there, he dies. I don't know what he's capable of right now. And we can't keep pulling him out of the snow. Over and over. And then, Joe pushes me against the wall. You don't know what I'm capable of right now. This isn't your fight. Back away. You just attacked an investigator. Back away. That's not a good look. Back away. Why do you care so much? Because I do. Back away. Fine. Boo? Detective Denver? I'm... I'm really gonna hope that that was an empty threat. Let's say it was. Let's both say that. You could take Joe in a fight. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I won't, Boo. I won't. Goodbye. He's Joe's problem now. At least I'm not risking a kidnapping charge. What up, guys? Ooh, Curtis, coming at you live from a cramped little room. Woo-hoo. Uh, this day sucks, but you know what might make it better? An ad read. Ah, cheering in the back for the ad read. Yeah, no, everybody's eating and enjoying larger spaces than the one I'm currently in. So, woo. Uh, first off. If you'd like to support us, you can visit patreon.com slash whokilledalaska. You'll get bloopers, bonus episodes, and a whole lot more. Now, we want to shout out our current patrons, so big thank you to Lavender Cozy, Rick Troxel, Grindley Spa, and Sarah. Let's see. Um, you know, you think that like being in a small room and being alone with your thoughts would really open you up to thinking of clever ways to set up an ad, but you'd be shocked. How much of it is just freaking out about how small the room is? A lot of it is freaking out about how small the room is. So that's fun. This is great. I'm having a good time. Hope you're having a fun time listening. Uh, if you'd rather be looking at things instead of listening, you can visit our social media pages at Who Killed Alaska on Instagram and Twitter. You'll see all awesome stuff that you can check out and, and enjoy. You know what I don't enjoy is being in here. That's the end of that thought. I mean, really, there's not much more to say other than this is a living nightmare. I know you can hear me out there. Hope you're enjoying your lunch, because it sucks in here. Anyways, this has been an ad read. Thank you, and God help me. I get my things together and decide to go check on Bobby. I don't like seeing a civilian go out in the blizzard alone. I'll be fine. You don't have to leave the house. I have endless hot drinks and all that. I have a present for you. And I love a surprise. What's this for? 
I've given Joe a microphone. While we're separated, we'll both be able to record. Document things, okay? And keep an eye on Boo. Make sure he doesn't do anything crazy. And you're smart. You don't have to be rough with him. You know that. I know. I know you know. You'll, you'll figure it out. If you need me, I'll be on walkie-talkie. I go out and brave that storm like the brave boy I am. And then I go off and check on Bobby. Meanwhile, Joe's getting busy. Finns, you want an update? I'm gonna have to talk to you later, Joe. Sure, talk later. All right, Zoom is loading. It's loading, it's loading. Zoom? You're kidding. Say you're joking. There he is, he's in the waiting room. Logan! Hi. I can't hear you. Now, I can see you, but I can't, I can't hear you. Hello? Can you hear me? Logan! Ugh, isn't the blizzard so insane? Uh, you know, it is so sad that this would happen on National Innovation Day, one of the most important days of the year. Also, happy National Innovation Day. Uh, according to nationaltoday.com, if you want to pursue a career in technology, then this is the day for you. What's going on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is the most insane day of my life. Boo is locked in this room behind me. If you hear banging or yelling, it's because he's locked in this room. Hello, Logan. What did you do? Boo, I think I know what'll cheer you up. Would you relax if I solve Alaska's death right now? Oh my God, why didn't I think of that? Good luck with that. Yeah, well, I think we just weren't putting enough effort in. So my thought is we should solve his brother's death and then he'll probably calm down. You want to solve it right now? Oh, yeah. Right now. Sure. Uh, I have a hot pocket toasting right now, so I might need a couple minutes break later so I can eat the hot pocket. Do we want to solve Alaska's death before or after the hot pocket? Mm, we can solve his death in a hot pocket's toasting amount of time. Yeah, so we can start now. Oh, but I want to add a rule to make it fun. Whenever someone says the word the, as in T-H-E, they need to gargoyle for 15. Do you know gargoyling? Uh, I've heard people say it. Is it like where you squat on the edge of a chair and you try to look like a gargoyle? Yes, that's exactly All what right. it is. That is literally <laughs> exactly what gargoyling. it is. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Help me out. All right, this can't be happening. I can't believe this. Who put me on this planet just to be in this situation? Okay, moving on. While I was with the detective guy, he showed me a video that Bobby took. Here, I'll send it. Sounds Gucci. Wait, wait, Joe, who am I? Who am I? I'm in my apartment, alone, waiting for something to happen. Okay, click the link in the chat. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so, it looks like we have Boo sitting by a fire, looking very edgy. That's him burning evidence. Look in the fire at what he's burning. Is he burning a napkin? That piece of cloth is a piece of evidence that has to do with Alaska's death. Wait a sec, that... That's mine. I sewed that together. Boo, how did you get my handkerchief? Your, uh, yes, I, I noticed you had it, and I realized I n needed it. It was lost for so long, that's messed up. I thought my dad took it, and I said to him, Oh, God, you, you set it on fire? So that wasn't yours. yours. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to cry about it. <laughs> You're right. It doesn't matter to me. So, what's this thing that Boo burnt? That's my handkerchief, in the video. Oh, you said the gargoyle for 15. <laughs> oh shit, got him. But what makes this handkerchief evidence? Uh, I, I don't remember. What do you think? Did you ever tell Boo that you had this? Did he know what it was? Well, the handkerchief never came up. He shouldn't know about it. Yeah, finally. The handkerchief? <laughs> Gargoyling for 30. <laughs> Boo, any hints? Yeah, that's what I thought. He's not going to help us. 
Boo must have known it was evidence when he saw it. There's stains all over it. Those have got to be blood stains, right? Uh, my underwear looks like that when I get period stains and I wash the blood out. You can still kind of see the stain even though you washed it. And I can imagine Boo being suspicious from that. So then Boo figured it was blood, and that's why he took the handkerchief. He wanted to see if it was connected to Alaska. I totally can't feel my legs anymore. Did you really sew this thing? I sew it. This looks good. I can sew when it comes to the little things that just have to get done, you know? I'm honestly more of a knitting guy. With this handkerchief, I just sewed the cloth together to make it square. If you look at it, it's frayed on the edges. I, I didn't do anything oh, about that. Oh, I am that. seeing that now that you say that. So, so you took a piece of cloth and you sewed it to make it, like, double-sided or something? Uh, exactly. Hmm. The, the left and the right edge of it look torn up, and the bottom edge is... Ah, it actually has a seam line. So, you didn't sew that part. I guess I didn't. Okay, fine. Keep playing dumb. I don't even need help. I'm hot on this right now. So, this was a piece of fabric ripped off from something else. Like a sleeve? Oh, like a sleeve. Ah. Like a sleeve. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> and it's a, it's a thick fabric because it takes a second before it burns. And it's definitely a long sleeve. And then, oh, the top edge doesn't even have a seam. So it's folded over like you fold a towel. And you were able to sew it like that. You sewed it because it's a long piece of fabric. Just curious. It doesn't look familiar to you at all, does it? No. Should I know something? No, no, totally not. Go back to analyzing. So, okay, so your sleeve was covered in blood. Logan. Wow. Hmm. And, hmm. and you never hurt your arm. You got shot in the leg. Oh, this is what you used. You wrapped this around your leg when you got shot? The night that Alaska died. That would make sense. So, how did I tear off... Yeah? How did I tear off... Did I tear off my sleeve? Oh, that's what I was about to say. Like, how did you tear off your, your sleeve? Right. Because, yeah, yeah, you can't just tear off part of your shirt. Uh, you, like, need to be a bodybuilder or something to do that. <laughs> uh, you'd need to have at least uh, a hole to start with, and then, well, then you can rip from the hole. So it's about how you made a hole. Right? Oh, that sounds about right. How did you make a hole in <laughs> your shirt? <laughs> in Stumptown. Easy. You brought scissors. Oh, oh just kidding. <laughs> uh, you brought a knife. No. No, just kidding again. You used someone else's knife? You, you kind of used someone else's knife. How do you kind of use someone else's Knife. <gasps> you were stabbed in the arm! Yes! That's exactly what happened! I oh, got stabbed in the arm! Oh, fuck, I forgot You got stabbed in the arm! And uh, out of uh, all people, you freaking got it! He was stabbed in the arm! I got stabbed in the oh, arm! Oh, you got stabbed in the arm! I got stabbed in the arm! He got stabbed! 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 In the arm! Oh, Ow. yeah! You got stabbed! Holy shit, oh, it hurt! Oh, shit! You got stabbed in the Lots arm! Lots of blood! Very stabbed! did good. You are a pain in the ass, but I tell you what, I'll even forgive you for that weird thing at the party where you showed up even though I didn't invite you. And listen, I, I can't apologize because I didn't do anything wrong, but I am gonna forgive you. And, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I know you want to keep hanging out and that's okay with me. Is Boo still there? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to check? Dude, hop off my dick right now. I locked Boo in here myself. Here comes the twink. My God. Oh, fuck this guy. This is exactly why I want to kill him. Why does it sound like you're outside? He broke my fucking AC unit out of the wall. There's a giant AC-shaped hole in my wall now. Dude, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. Oh. Finn, are you there? What's going on? What are you gonna do? Booze out. Okay, well, I know where he's going. Just wait where you are. We'll find him on the walk to Stumptown.
Ready to go? Ready. Shoes? Tied. Heating pack? Equipped. Sunscreen? On. Mentality? What do you mean? This could be trying. Turning back's gonna be difficult. And this is extremely dangerous. And keep in mind that when we actually find Boo, we might not be able to help him. Trying might not be enough. And we need more than confidence. Be ready to not be okay. I'm ready. It's gonna be a long walk to Stumptown. I know. This will take hours. We're fine. We'll find him collapsed somewhere before then. We don't. These are his footsteps. I've never been so sure. How is he still going? Pooh must be running on adrenaline right now. I've heard of people doing incredible things when they're equal parts terrified and determined. Feats of human strength. Incredible things. But he was already half gone when I saw him last. He has to be on the brink right now. First of all, he's gotta be on the brink of unconsciousness. But in a blizzard, what comes after that is... is death. It's been a three-hour walk to Stumptown. Boo has been out there somewhere. He's on the verge of death. I know it. And this was inevitable. Once he gave up on this timeline, he couldn't be contained. But deep down, he's hoping to be saved. If there's one thing me and Joe have in common, it's this way of life. We have to save him. Joe! I want to tell you something. I have an idea about what's wrong with Boo. Someone once said that Boo is an outsider. And that means that Boo doesn't function like us. I still, I still don't understand why he was so cruel to Bobby in the bookstore. When he goes through trauma, he doesn't handle it like most people do. He's a complicated, uh, person. If that's what it means to be an outsider, I think it's getting bigger and worse. Do what we can. We step into the jailhouse, the building where Alaska died. What is this? It's the ritual. We find the inside of the jailhouse painted black. He painted every wall and every chink of it. He said it's witchcraft. To do what? To go back in time and make sure the past two and a half years never happened. He really can't accept it after all. There's a book here. He just wrote on one of the pages. Show me. Looks like instructions. Step one. Write your name on the back of your hand. When you enter the other world, this will become your protection from foreign entities. Foreign entities fear names, which is why they only eat and replace the nameless. C-U-R-T-I-S. Step two, go to Stumptown. Stumptown is not a forest. Stumptown is a close relative of the other world. While in Stumptown, burn every item keeping you tied to this time. While you watch them burn, think on the destruction of your present and your future. You'll never be able to return to this time again, except that you will have permanently unresolved feelings. The thing in the fire? That's evidence? That's valid. It's the rag Logan used Step to stop three. bleeding when he got shot by the killer. While in Stumptown, find your access room. On the walls, paint a line for every day you plan to go back. 924, 925. Step four, the storm will come for you. When the storm comes, prepare to enter the other world. Step five. 
Remember that everything is gonna be okay. Very soon. Step six. Say goodbye. Pistachio and tangerine ice cream. This might be our last day together. Let's just be calm and sleep. Step seven. Return to your access room at Stumptown, taking careful note of which doorway you entered through. Cover all your lines in a thick sheet of paint. You have now completed your access room. When you exit, do not use the doorway you came through or you'll become trapped in the other world, which is timeless. You must complete the ritual today, or you'll become trapped in the other world, which is timeless. <sighs> Step eight, when you leave your access room, you'll find yourself in the other world. The other world will look exactly like our world, except you and everything else will be exactly upside down. Due to the nature of gravity, you are unlikely to notice. Come on, come on, come on, stay awake. 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 Step nine. Your guardian will come to you. Wait for them. Then use the rope to securely tie your guardian to your ankle. Alice! Oh, oh, good dog. Good dog. Oh, Alice. Step 10. Find a body of water. This is it. Step 11. Make sure your guardian is securely tied to you. Step 12, enter the water. Step 13, sink. We need to go to the lake. Beyond the trees and the snow, we finally see a human shape at the edge of the frozen lake. He's pounding at the ice with the blade of a shovel over and over again. I don't know how he found Alice, but she's next to him, barking at him. Just fucking break! Wait, wait, stop, stop, you're gonna be okay, just stop it, stop! And then, we hear it. A crack. Boo steps forward. He disappears in the camouflage of trees and ice so instantly, and his dog disappears with a whine and a whimper, and they're gone. Straight away, they're gone. Oh, no. 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 Oh, I thought that me and Boo Curtis would never be friends again. After we knew who we were, I thought I would need to be drunk out of my mind to be friends with Boo Curtis. But maybe... We can be friends for just a few seconds longer. Under the surface of freezing cold water, on the verge of death. But no, never mind. It's Joe who jumps in the water. It's not me. It's not me. The following is what Joe heard while she was swimming in the freezing lake. I can't explain this, I don't know what it means. This is exactly the audio from Joe's microphone, unedited, starting now. Can anybody hear me? What? So this is what it feels like when your soul leaves your body. Probably not a good sign. I wonder if it's Alaska and Glory at the bottom of this lake. 
Burgess. Some dark place where I'm supposed to die. Can anybody hear me? I want to go back now. Time doesn't have to be linear. Please just make an exception. Maybe for once, for the first time in human history, someone can win because they should. Maybe for the first time, it can be easy. struggling, all of us. Why is life about effort? I want to sleep. The things we love make us suffer. They teach us to stop loving because of how badly the work mangles us. Thank <laughs> you. 
Do you have him? Boo! How? How did you? I'm okay. I have Joe, too. Um... Do you know CPR by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, you can go ahead and take her. Uh, come on, take her. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Alice! Oh, 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 Alice, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, next time something crazy and magical happens, I won't get you involved. Promise. Oh, oh, there was no time travel, by the way. That old guy was a fucking liar. Yeah, I guess he, you know, tricked me into working on my stupid mental health. <laughs> oh, look at that timing. The sun's finally coming out. <sighs> what a sunrise. It's a brand new day. <coughs> it's evening, idiot. Joe! Are you okay? No thanks to you. She almost died trying to save you. Just... Just in a day's work. We're not friends, though. I'm gonna sleep now. Oh. Hold on, that's my phone. Bobby? Oh my gosh, Phil, I am, I'm so sorry. It's Alice got out, and, and I, 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 I'm going to call you sooner. The storms are messing with my reception. I'm totally not going to touch with you. It's cool, I'm it's sorry. cool. She's, she's here now. She found us. You're kidding me. That should not be possible. Yeah. Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> it's been a weird day. For real, though. I'm going to talk out loud for the... A second, I mean, they think, think out loud. I mean, um, I, I don't think I loved Alaska until he was gone. I mean, he was a D-bag. Beat the crap out of me. It's such a, a lot more than, 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 than a brother's ever supposed to. I mean, it took him dying for me to be like, hey, I love him. And, you know, it, that, that doesn't mean I have to regret that. Hey, boo. Can I ask you something? What's cracking? What was at the bottom of that lake? Hmm. The world? Kind of? I mean, like, in a, in a non-literal kind of way of it. Um, the, the world was down there. Um, it, it was like uh, uh, sitting in an airplane, you know, all, all the way up in the sky and, and just looking down and seeing everyone you've ever met. All the people with, with beautiful lives you've never heard of, and and then you're you're there, you know you're you're there in the sky, and and when you see them, and all their uh, their lights and their kitchen windows, it it's like you're not alone anymore, and you'll never be alone ever again. Killed Alaska is a series produced by the Ghost Factory. Hello, my name is Cameron LeBron, and I am here to read you the credits. Uh, but first, let me tell you about the next episode. So the next episode will be coming out on May 17th. That's a Tuesday. We're going to be switching to an every other Tuesday release schedule. So from May 17th on, we're going to have a new episode every other Tuesday. Not Thursdays anymore, Tuesdays. Mark May 17th down so that you can check out the episode. And it would be very sad if, if you know you never found out about the next episode. So please do check it out. Please do write it down on your calendar. And we will have another beautiful episode for you next time. That will be episode 11 called The No Friend Rule. Look forward to that. So, my name is Cameron LeBron, like I said. I'm the writer, director, and head of this project. This script was edited by Nicholas Harder for this episode. Uh, we also had the pleasure of working with Elise Pearson, our forensic consultant. The music for this episode was by Thor Spieler and yours truly, Cameron LeBron. That's me. The sound design for this episode was by Avery Callahan, Andres Buitrago, and Chris Zagorchov. Obviously, 
We also have to bring attention to our amazing mixer, Manis Kunder. Uh, Manis did the mix and master for this episode, and he also managed the sound team. Who Killed Alaska's Art was by Bella Wynn, Locke Reinhardt, and Dorito Falls. Bobby York is played by Kyle Vincent Parker. Logan Goldberg is played by Trent Trachtenberg. Joe Magaro is played by Sally Roberts. Boo Curtis is played by Alex Red. Lori Johnson is played by Lindsay Zana. And Detective Finn Denver is played by the one and only Joseph Catambo. Romeo Magaro, that's Joe's father, is played by Dave Maynard. And finally, big thank you to our patrons, Rick Troxel, Brinley Spot, Lavender Kazi, and Sarah. Also, if you would like to join that list, head over to patreon.com slash whokilledalaska. You can at least check out all of the wonderful things that we can offer you as a reward for donating. Um, you know, check it out maybe if you feel like it. Thank you for joining us and see you next time.